Collins is next. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, Dr. Fricks Oglesby, PhD. What's poppin'? Are you feeling... You know, I'm looking out the window right now, mm-hmm. and it's it's even if I just... It says it says it was flurries before, now it's rain for the next hour. Yeah. Um. So I could really just use a little bit of a, a pick-me-up if I could... Just imagine myself on like a a big boat with a bunch of like sixty year olds or something. Yeah, I'm. I usually record sitting down. I am horizontal on my podcaster's hammock, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sipping. I have a Shirley Temple in either hand, mm-hmm. uh, Virgin style, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm feel I I might continue doing this. I have my I have like a visor, like an old nineteen twenties banker on that's covering the it's shading my eyes. Mm-hmm. Do you um, have um, way too much sunscreen just on your nose? Yeah, I look like Mark Zuckerberg, and I'm naked, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm the most sunburned man you've ever seen, and I feel great. I, I always thought, it always, uh, I imagined in my mind that a hammock, would. it seems like it wouldn't be that comfortable. Like, because you're just kind of supported by, by the Yeah, the I mean, they didn't have, the... like, sleep number back then, you know? But I tried one. Re- I tried one over the summer, and I could have fallen asleep instantly. So. Oh yeah, it's because it, it's it's a cradle, you know. It's yes. a you get you get side coverage that a bed doesn't usually provide. Mm. You get you in there and you, you you're feeling like Metapod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's better than this? Uh-huh. I'm waiting until level ten so I can evolve in that in that hammock. Yeah, uh, it is tough when like friends or wives come and are they're like, "Can I join you on the hammock?" And then it becomes. It becomes really pointy very quick. It just starts spinning around nonstop. It's very difficult. Yeah, it starts. It turns into hot rope jump. It's not so good. Hmm. Um, but just for the for like a solo sort of sigma male, just on the on the beach sipping mm-hmm. Shirley Temples, it's you can't beat it. <laughs> just two Shirley Temples, one in each hand. I've been really craving a Shirley Temple lately, and I think this album had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably it. Uh, this week we're talking about Jimmy Buffett's changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. What did you think of this album, Brooks, that you picked? I gotta be honest, I I I, I got on the I rode the wave pretty well. Mm-hmm. I yeah. uh you know, I'd I'd heard changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes a couple times. I forgot that Margaritaville was on it, so it was a real jump scare when that song started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but there are some tracks on here that I really I really enjoyed, and I kind of maybe it's because I'm on the wrong side of 30, but I kinda get the appeal. I kinda like it. I feel like we we both went down the same road, but I I went down the Steely Dan path, and you're going to go down the Jimmy Buffett path. Yeah, I think uh, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I, I here's here's the the thing though. I I enjoyed some of the songs on here, but it was hard for me to relate as like a city slicker. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like I'm not living that island. I'm not on island time. Yeah, when I listen to Illmatic, I'm like, I know that Eddie can relate to this on a much deeper level. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And this is sort of my Illmatic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, First track, Change in Latitude, Change in Attitude. It's the album, first track, very bold. Yeah, they got you. You really do feel better when you go north or south. I don't know, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. he's really, he's he's really on to something. Like I'm, uh, I'm on. We talked a little bit off the air, but I, I have a week off from work for the first time since Twice concert, so I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I stay in this latitude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. Like every mm-hmm. day, I'm like, I need to at least drive thirty Somewhere. miles up or down, and yeah, like go yeah, see yeah. a manatee or like a nature trail or something. 
Because mm-hmm. um, it's you can't stay in the same place. You only got one life to live. Uh, something that I I guess I knew like deep down, but wasn't uh like it it wasn't prominent in my mind is that there is a t- there's a whole industry out there of Jimmy Buffett style like live laugh love sayings. Yes. Uh, which the genius users love to post on on this album. Yeah, I feel uh, like he's if you were born too early for Homer Simpson. Like you get you instead of like mm-hmm. if you're born in the '80s, uh, you have Homer Simpson posters that it's like yeah. alcohol is the solution and problem in yep. all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Drink up. Mm-hmm. But like if you're if you were born in like the '50s or the '60s, then you have Jimmy Buffett be like, you know, beer is my alarm clock. It's a fine line between Saturday night and Sunday morning. That's right. That's what he says. And someone whoever posted this, let's see, I'm going to get their ass. Uh, Avi, 10 years ago, posted, In his signature manner, Jimmy Buffett explains his idea of quelching hunger. No. Both of that is wrong. Not so good. I bet they're <laughs> real beat does. up that Jimmy died, though. I bet they're having a rough six months. Yeah, I know. Um, this, this, it's as soon as this one starts, you know exactly what you're going to get, because it says, the distinct sound of the Caribbean steel drums. That's so, right. You're, someone, someone's just banging on those things. We got the, the, the yeah. Jimmy-style calypso. I do want to bang on the drum all day. I mm-hmm. so I know that the parrot heads listening to this are excited because they hear that I'm into it. Yeah. I don't want to throw them off right away. Mm-hmm. However, listening to the first verse of the song where he's singing about how he took off over a weekend last month, just to try to recall the whole year, all the faces and all the places, etc. I was kind of thinking to myself, is part of his appeal that he's not that good of a singer? <laughs> oh yeah, like he's the everyman. He just happens. Yeah, to Yeah, and it's, like... I'm, and I know I know parrot heads can pull some deep pulls. And I'm sure he has some real belters out there. But I think part of it is like the accessibility and sing along of it all. Yeah, I feel like he's doing that thing where he's not he's not really singing, but he's not really talking for most of the album. Yeah, they're they are designed for like a nervous uncle at Applebee's karaoke. It's the perfect mm-hmm. like it's sort of committal, but we're sort of doing a bit at the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's very talented. It's like it's like with wrestling where it's like Mm -hmm. the best workers like are the ones with a perfect headlock. Like, I'm sure that his fundamentals are all there. Yeah. Uh But I'm not I'm not seeing any like Phoenix splashes from him. He's not exactly he's not exactly Dean Malenko out there. You know, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that happened throughout this album and specifically this song is something really funny. Me and friend of the show, Chris, would do all the time is we would take a song and then, like, sing one of the lines normally and then make the second one just, like, vulgar or, you know, like, nasty or something. Okay. I see. Uh, okay. And I think it was just, like, the cadence of most of these songs where I found myself doing that in my head along with it. Is it, like, it. changes in latitudes, so, so changes it, in it, attitudes, poop falling out of my ass, like that kind yeah, of so, thing? so the one I had for this one was changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes, sucking my dick and my balls. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> but That's it was- pretty good. Yeah, so so then, and he, he in the actual song, he says, with all of our running and all of our cunning, so you could kind of go in your own blank there and make it even sillier, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I found myself I, talking about, like, shitting and farting and sucking and fucking a lot in my own brain as I, uh, I was right. the guy driving the car yelling penis, but I had, like, a big tropical hat on. Yeah, that's what, that's what this album's this. all about. And there's a lot of these annotations talk about how he changes some of the lyrics for live shows mm-hmm. to when he's, like, singing a song about how, like, he, he loves... Baja California like he'll change it to like Cedar City Iowa like live <laughs> yeah uh-huh. so I'm sure he also would indulge in like mm-hmm. making it about sucking and fucking and things of that nature there's uh, a fucking Robert Frost reference apparently in the chorus oh 
I knew that, of course, as as the uh, the learned scholar that I am. Well, nine out of ten would consider it an original Jimmy Buffett line. It is actually poet Robert Frost. But see, that's the thing. It links to like Goodreads quotes. And if yeah. it was true, you would just find like the poem where he said that. Yeah, you, know you could find mean? the Og Vorbis of him saying that. Exactly. That's Darth Vader, you know, attributed Abraham Lincoln and so on. Like, yes, I don't know. Absolutely. I don't believe it. Um, uh, I. It seems I, like this song is just kind of about he met up with his boy and they had a drink, which is what most of them are kind of about. Yeah, most of the songs are, there's four songs about how it's good to drink beer in like a shitty Senor Frog's restaurant. Mm-hmm. There's four songs about how I love the beach. And there's one song about my friend who killed him, who killed herself. Like that's. Uh, it's this Jimmy Buffett really had a whole chain of Applebee's that were like him. Like, I didn't even realize for sure until doing research for this that like the song does predate like mm-hmm. Some some big city, you know, entrepreneur came up to him some at some point in the 80s and were like, you know this song about this shitty restaurant that, like, a bunch of American pigs go to? Yeah. Let's make that real. Uh, so I I know it's another uh, James Buffett song, but there was a parent. So Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, still out there, still going strong. Yes. Right? He also made another restaurant called Cheeseburger in Paradise. Which I, would, I is, bet that's better. It's such a more... Impactful name, come on! Cheeseburger was... in Paradise shut down. All right, I oh, was... it was shut down in 2020. I wonder what happened there. Uh, anyway. Yeah, he died. I, um, <laughs> he died. He yeah. died. It was very sad. I mm. was uh, I was out after an improv show with my team last night, and mm. we we stopped at this like Mediterranean restaurant, and they had one of those just like signs, you know, neon signs. It's like gizzards, burgers, mm. fries, mm. hot dog. Um, and I noticed when we were walking in that, uh, there's a moment where it just says burger. And so the entire time we were in the restaurant and when we were leaving, I had in my head, like, I need to break away from the group so that I can go make the soy point towards burger. Towards burger. And I was, we were all leaving the restaurant and I had to like, I was like walking slowly to the point where everybody noticed and they were like, is everything good? Oh, I think I forgot something. I'll, I'll meet you guys in a minute. Yeah, I'll hang on. Right let there. me let me activate my dousing rod and point towards the restaurant and see if it's in there. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, I, I eventually called it because it took a long time for Burger to come mm-hmm. back up. But that's it. That, all of that is to say, if Cheeseburger in Paradise were in Tampa, Florida, I would be doing that in front of it every day. Uh, I did. I didn't know if this was uh, something that most uh, restaurants, I guess, or any business has on their Wikipedia page. But it says on the left side, it says fate liquidation. Yeah, so, many such cool. cases. Yeah, let me close that. But yeah, you can you can go to Orlando City Walk anytime, and you can not you can enjoy Margaritaville and Bubba Gump Shrimp right next to it. So they've got all Fantastic. kinds of great IP restaurants. What more do you need? Yeah, you, know? you can go get like a minion sandwich as well. Great eats. I would. I need a, even if it was just a regular sandwich that had like the the bun was like. Like, you know, they, they, they put yellow the grill, dye on it, the grill marks on it to put like a minion's face on it. And it was like, ah, banana. And then I would eat that. Yeah. I'd try I a banana bun would taste pretty good. Uh, Anyways, that's what this song's about. I like this song more than Margaritaville, which to me. Should we kind of, should we rank all the other songs by comparing them to Margaritaville? And how yes. Much <laughs> okay. Yeah, t- did you like it better than Margaritaville? I did like, did you like it better than, than Boat Mar- Drinks. I did like it better than Margaritaville. So. What is your. I feel like before this this episode, I could have probably confidently named three Jimmy Buffett songs. Are you? Do you feel like you have a b- bigger cultural cachet of him? Honestly, I didn't even remember Boat Drinks until you just mentioned it right now. 
I literally like, only know it like it's either like Mabimbam like osmosis or when we were talking about boat sex all the time. People brought uh, up boat drinks. I did enjoy that going to the Jimmy Buffett page on your streaming service of choice and you see like the most played songs by the artist. The top one currently on Jay-Z's title is a live version of Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die. Yeah. With uh, Willie Nelson. So Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if you got a song with that title, it's going to be your top listen to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I like the song more than Margaritaville, which I feel is it's, it's kind of like Danny California to me, or it's just it's too it's a little overplayed. It's a little just so mm-hmm. there's more interesting things happening around it. Uh, next we have Wonder Why We Ever Go Home. This is a quieter Jimmy than I'm used to. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to get somber in the uh, second track. He's got like the, pe- uh, he's got like a pensive little harmonica. It's, it's This is sort of landslide for Parrothead. <laughs> yeah. This, this is, it's landslide on a boat is what you would, yeah. you would expect it to be, yeah. Um, And it's about how, you know, time time moves on. And I'm getting older. It, it too. keeps. I'm getting older too. You know exactly. Um, just... I do like Landslide a lot better than Margaritaville. Yeah, I think I'd even say I like Landslide more than Wonder Why We Ever Go Home by Jimmy. Buffett I don't as well. think. See, I don't know if this is fair or not, but like Margaritaville, I can probably go. No offense to James, the rest of my life and never hear Margaritaville again. Right. Yeah, that's not one of the. I've, if I'm on a deserted tropical island, that's not going to be one of the songs. That, oh, I wish I could hear it one more time. Landslide. I want to hear landslide a bunch more. Yeah, with landslide, it's like, wh- what do you like more, landslide or being given a hundred dollars? Like you'd have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have a dinner with Stevie Nicks or or listen to landslide? Like, yeah. Whenever you wanted. It's tough. I don't know. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really makes you think, doesn't it? But to the song's credit, it does have like a groovy, smooth sort of steel drum slide guitar style solo, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It was it was nice. Mm-hmm. Some little instrumenta- instrumentation. But mostly the song, in addition to uh, being Landslide Fleetwood Mac Stevie Nicks, it also seems like he's complaining about how wokeness has infiltrated comedy in 1977. Oh, okay. Humor's in need of repair. Humor's in need of repair. Back in like, I guess he's talking about like... I don't know. Like he could have been talking about like the humors, like, like Red Fox and like like sanguine and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. He's he's, he's, he's talking, talking about, about the phlegmatic the... humor. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I That's guess what they thought they you probably drink a diagnose they they probably diagnosed beach back then to fix your humors. It's, that's what like you know how yeah in England if you went to if you got like tuberculosis they'd say go like live by the water for a little bit but if you're in North America. Uh, they say go to the beach, and then you feel much better. I would love to get... I know that people are like, oh, you can't go back to the 1400s because like, you would get a common cold and die, but I really... I would love to get worked on by one of those plague, doc- plague doctors with the uh, mm-hmm. the bird masks. And then they just say, like, go to the beach for a while. I trust them, fun. you know? I, I, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're all, like, they're they're circled up like a secret druid meeting, and they, they just mm-hmm. turn to you and go, go to the beach. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. My humors are healed. <laughs> Uh, f- fantastic i'm feeling definitely less phlegmatic at the moment uh-huh. which is just what i needed <laughs> i hate i hate feeling phlegmatic it's not one of my favorite yeah all right would you like not to go down to the banana republics with me let's go to the banana down republics. to the banana republic uh i like this one more than margaritaville um, i do as well but i don't know if it's racist so that's what we got to work on. Uh, yeah i think it's <laughs> this, uh, this i think his entire milieu is probably like 
you go to, you go to Cozumel, Mexico, and you see Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville there, and you're like, that's probably not right. That's yeah. <laughs> I feel like that probably shouldn't be the case, but mm-hmm. you know. Um, I do really like whenever a white person goes somewhere to a different country and they're called an expatriate. I think that's a, a cool it's pretty feature. cool. Yeah. Um, that 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 you know they get to have. And it's just it's another song where it's it's just shitting on pig Americans, which I get. I mm-hmm. I will I will endlessly find that charming and fun. Mm-hmm. When like mm-hmm. it, the fortunate son syndrome, where it's like fuck yeah, I love this song. It's about how we love the Vietnam War and how it was yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was listening to the song. Um, I don't know if this happened to you, but when I was in eighth grade, I found it so cool to learn that Banana Republic wasn't just a bathing suit store, but it was actually a term to describe like. <laughs> types of republics i thought thought you were gonna say they didn't have just uh bathing suits they had other garments of clothing yeah they had like skateboard decks in the back it was crazy (laughs) um there's definitely a theory right about how there's definitely people out there writing missives about how the cia cia started banana republic store to like ruin the google results yeah so that people wouldn't find out about like we can trace this back because i believe um banana republic is owned by the gap Um, oh and I it all goes back current, to the Brits, doesn't it? Yeah, and I I think the the owner of like the Gap or the guy who inherited the the Gap fortune or whatever is currently the owner of the Oakland Athletics or something like that. Okay, so Harry the, the, S. Truman. Wow, the FBI is definitely involved. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. I feel like at best, you know, Mr. Buffett is being a useful idiot here. You know, mm-hmm. for for Empire, which you know, he we, just, we, he can, just we likes the clothes. Condone. You know. Yeah, he, yeah. He just thinks they're good good quality. So they seem nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more of an express man these days, but I, I respect what Banana Republic is putting out there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is a song about how pig Americans will go to other countries to run from their wife and to sell weed and to run from the IRS. Brooks, please, they're, they're running tons of ganja. That's cool. I didn't know that, that word was happening back then. I feel like you, but see, that's the thing. I feel like you, it's not, you can't say ganja anymore. If any, if anyone said ganja today, they'd be like, you're a cop. You have to call it like top shelf premium Zaza or something like that. Yeah, I really hope somebody got Jimmy on on recording saying premium style ganja Zaza. Yeah, yeah. If if it find me the the B side where Jimmy Buffett says that schmoke, and then I'll know. Yeah, I I found the one. one morally good use of AI just now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was to make Jimmy Buffett say purple Urkel, and I'm smoking it. Yeah, I'd. <laughs> Can we? Yeah. Uh, Listen, I'm sorry, everybody, but I am, uh, I have drained Lake Erie so that I can make, uh, I can make chat GPT make <laughs> Jimmy Buffett say Dracula flow songs. So I, I didn't know. And this is what I, cause he has, he's performed with Willie Nelson a whole bunch of times, right? It wasn't that probably, that's probably a great show. I didn't think, I thought Jimmy Buffett was just like, he's sipping on some, uh, on a margarita, right? And that's the extent of his. He seems like an alcohol man. Yeah. He likes a nice fruity drink. I feel like he's like, oh, the, the one drink makes me think better, but one toke makes me stink better. You know, something like that. Like, yeah, that's cool. It. He doesn't want it because it, it, it'll like, he he wants to live in the moment and not be slowed down by the marijuana right. smoke. I have a poster where Bart Simpson's saying that. <laughs> yeah. And he has a huge blunt for some reason. Uh-huh. Even though he's saying not to do it's it. It's so cool. Mm. Um. This, uh, the chorus, you know, the chorus is all just like, you know, it's actually sad. It's Piano Man. But when he's like, spending all those renegade pesos, I'm singing along. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. Not, not not a bad melody at all, yeah. Mr. James. Expose those pig Americans for only learning one or two Spanish words. Get them. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about our Tampico trauma? 
Yeah, the funky piano comes in. We're back in a big way for Tampico Trauma. So I like this better than Margaritaville. Um, it was funny to call the title of the song because have you ever had the beverage Tampico? Have I'll be honest. I, until like two days ago when I was making my notes, was not aware that there was a city in Mexico called Tampico. I, I only know the beverage. So to anyone who hasn't had Tampico, if you look it up on Wikipedia, it says in the U.S. these are labeled as a type of soft drink with the words punch. The words fruit or juice do not appear because the bulk consists of water, sugar, and flavoring. Uh, my dad would get a huge like gallon jug of Tampico every time he went grocery shopping. How'd that treat you? A- this is the drink that makes you more thirsty when you drink it. Yeah, it's yeah. They all they do is carbonate the like liquid that comes in those freezy pops. Yeah, <laughs> and then they that's serve what it, to it children. is. It's like when you're when like knee high cola is a little is a little too fancy. You go for the Tampico. It's like even some of those ones, like those Minute Maid ones that aren't really juice. They'll be like cranberry delight, and you're like, okay, uh, yeah, but you get fine. a Tampico one. This this shit just says tropical on it, and you're like, all right, well. <laughs> Yeah, this 99 cent gallon of Hawaiian punch is a little too fancy for my taste. I think I'm going to go with the Tampico jug. I'm going Tampico mode on this one, and I'm going to die tonight. So yeah, coming into the song, I thought it was about like the experience of drinking a soda after you turn 26, which I feel like is probably relatable (laughs) to a lot of of people, especially back in the 60s, 70s, like they didn't know about probiotics yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I drank a, I drank a liquid death beverage on january or on december 31st to celebrate the new year and i'm still sort of aware of that physically Mm -hmm. it's still making itself known it's going it's taking me to that place i literally thought like on new year's eve i thought about mixing myself a drink with the ten thousand things we have in our liquor cabinet and i was like "Eh, i'll pass i'll just have a a coke of cola instead that'll give me the same rush and it was one of the mini cans it wasn't even like the full size 12 ounce and you gotta you gotta you know you're you're focused on getting your maximum your min maxing for the doctor so you know you're exactly yeah yeah, gotta make sure my pipes are clean Mm -hmm. uh this one does have kind of like a nasty solo in the middle of it it's yeah that's another thing i was i wasn't expecting sad buffett and i also wasn't expecting a little bit of that 1970s solo groove a little bit about a little bit of that rock and roll yeah throw some of that on there yeah he was listening to beatles and rolling stone at the time i feel like jimmy buffett shouldn't be able to say chiquitas like he says it a lot yeah and yeah, I, I feel know. like he's, that's... he's throwing a lot of phrases in there. He's talking about the federales and, and well, that's like why that. he was complaining about wokeness earlier. Uh yeah, no one finds no one. He's is... like, you can't even call your sweetie baby your little Shakita anymore. Exactly, what has happened to my country? That's why I'm going to live in Tampico, Tampico, that's right. Mexico. Uh, and I'll be the pig American if I have to. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. I do like the drinks in a Margaritaville restaurant more than I like Tampico. Yeah, I would say that as well. J- yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I I like. I'm thinking I, I about like Tampico right now, Mr. and I'm Tampipo. Tampipo is Tampipo. making me thirsty. Just like you know when you when you think of like a a sour warhead and your mouth starts watering. Yeah, like I'm getting thirsty right now talking about. Yeah, Tampico, I'm getting a Pavlovian for, response. But for any, I need to sip my 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 nutritious Snapple instead to to kind of. Yeah, I'm. I usually bring a water with me to my recording studio hammock, and I forgot this week, and I'm really feeling it because. Yeah, just I, I feel I have, like I have a Jimmy Buffett style uh, Snapple fact here. Sure, um, man. It's just two words. It says "fish cough." It says "suck it." It says "suck my dick." I'm Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> uh huh. Cool. Thank you, Snapple. Thanks, Snapple. Mm. I did see you post some shit the other day as we're as we're talking about our boat drinks that they're sure, charging dollar fifty for Arizona's now. Yeah, that was I, that was on my run to go get some New Year's Eve party treats. 
Mm. And yeah, the gas station by my apartment uh, was selling fucking $1.49 Arizona green teas. And it's so Kim asked me, she's like, why do more places not sell Arizona for more? Because you can just kind of charge whatever you want. Yeah, I thought it was because they would print 99 cents on the bottle. Right. But yeah, they'll just they'll just fucking put a sticker right over that shit. Yeah, they'll put the the Exxon Mobil sticker on that, and then you're paying for gasoline, and it really yeah. makes you think. Pretty soon, due to, in your due, to, due to society, you'll go into the CVS, and you'll have to ask them to unlock the Arizona green tea bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, oh, it says a lot about our society, because I can get an armful of as many condoms as I want. Yeah. And I, one and one Old Spice deodorant, but I need the... Yeah, the can I get an, an, an over-the-counter energy tonic from Arizona Company, please? Thank you. Yes, just one. Yes, thank you so much. But you can go to Panera Bread and get the lemonade that kills you, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no, free refills. <laughs> Says a lot about our society. Uh-huh. So anyways, uh, yeah, this is a song about how Jimmy Buffett, like, saw a beautiful woman on a cruise ship and got his life ruined over it or something. Yeah. And everybody in Mexico got mad at him, so he had to leave. Uh, next, we have Lovely Cruise. Um, I'm going to hit you with back. something here. Skip. I like Margaritaville more than this song. I was gonna. I was thinking you would. Yeah, this is not one of my favorite. It feels more like a final track than the the back half of side A. It feels like one of those bonus tracks that, like, if you let the last song play a couple minutes, you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, because he just kind of says it's been a lovely cruise a few times. Um. Yeah, there's another song that's sort of just like way too long and a little repetitive. But and if I if I do not relate to the island. Trop- tropical lifestyle i can get into it right? yeah i can put myself in that environment and enjoy it for a weekend yeah or yeah i don't know much about charlemagne but i can still listen to steely dan exactly i will never you will never catch me on a cruise it's that was going to be my next question because to me i related to this very deeply mm. because when the cruise is it's genuinely a very depressing experience when you wake up on the last day of your cruise because you look out the window and you see port canaveral florida and just like a bunch <laughs> yeah. of shipping containers uh-huh it's not even the cool Jolene Cape Canaveral, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, and it's you just have to fucking go through customs again, and it sucks ass. So I, I get where Jimmy is pulling from, but I understand how somebody who hasn't lived the Royal Caribbean lifestyle might not have yeah, had that opportunity. I, I can't I can't put myself in, into that, into that You're, mindset. You, you know? Perfect, I don't like perfect being, honeymoon trip. You're going to love it. I don't like being anywhere I can't escape from. Yeah. You know? Like, it doesn't matter... Like, it, it, you take a plane, you're like, okay, in three hours, we will be on the ground again. And I don't want to be here for that time, but, you know, I'll reach a new destination. In a week, you go on a boat and come back home. I don't like it. No, not so good. Yeah. Now imagine okay. you're on a boat and you're 14 years old, so you're not old enough to drink or to go to the casino, okay. which seems a lot of fun. But you're okay. too old for the kid-style activities where it's like, we're going to have a chaperoned puzzle adventure here in the kid mm. zone. It's like, I don't mm. want to do that shit. And also, okay. all of your friends live on the computer, and it's 2006, so all of your, like, Wi-Fi is like 19 bucks a minute, so your parents can just I, aren't going to get that for can you. Can I bring my Game Boy Advance SP on the boat? Yeah, but the the Royal Caribbean ship ha- only has, like, fucked up, like, French outlets, so you find out that you only have one charge uh, for the five days, so you really got to make that shit uh, last. And also, okay. the toilet that flushes in your stateroom is the scariest shit in the world. It's like an airplane, and you they don't warn you about that shit, so you sit down and you feel like your guts are getting all sucked out. That's... It sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah, the food was pretty good though, and I saw a comedian, and it was the most depressing thing to this day that I've literally ever see- ever seen. But yeah, they're good uh, yeah, now. I, I like them now that, that I'm adult. An adult, you would love it. You should do it for a wedding. Okay, you've changed. Maybe this is better than margarita. That maybe it is. 
because there was on like the the promenade where like everybody takes their pictures before the fancy captain's dinner there is Mm -hmm. just like an open soft serve machine that you can just go and get a cone anytime you want okay that's that's nuts i do like that it was it was really cool and like Mm -hmm. i don't know that that's like when i'm like maybe i have had ibs forever i'm like i guess not because also i would go on these cruises and be pretty normal while eating soft serve for four days straight Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i don't know the body the body's a mystery um we still haven't figured it out yet and yeah this song is about how it's like sad to get water in your shoes it would be nuts if like i do go on a cruise for the first time and i'm really dreading it but i feel healthier than i ever have before and right it's, like, it's what I just you needed need to, all along i needed to be on open water for a i needed this change in latitude exactly james yeah. you were right did you know that uh, people when's the last time you went to a water park oh uh, at least 10 to 12 years ago it's weird that nobody it's weird to be an adult and to go to a water park and find out that like not only are it is wearing shoes not encouraged it's like not allowed on a lot of the rides they don't like that like some water slides at the new universal park that i water park that i went to like did not allow the water shoes i had brought i had to have my piggies out and everybody else Mm. had their piggies out and it was we were walking on the same shit and i felt like I don't know. It felt like there was COVID on the floor and we were all touching it. It was re- it was very bizarre. I feel like that we, every- have, we have never figured out a better way to handle that. And everyone's just walking around with their like little toesy woesies getting in the dirt and like the the concrete and all that. And they like it. Yeah. And you, you get into like the, you know, the fearless river that like shakes you around. And it's like it's a, a very fun river with waves in it. And it's like all you're seeing is a bunch of like you're seeing a bunch of piggies everywhere. Mm-hmm. it's a very I, it yeah. feels i don't know i felt like i was in the old country like i was in the old west the last time i did go to a water park i fell asleep on the lazy river so that's you can imagine. cool it was at the time but then i woke up and I, and you know how i was in one of the the donuts so i was kind of like hunched in so i had like sunburn but then like a line across my stomach that wasn't because it was that's funny that's a story itself. to tell that's good yeah that was really funny to show did you ever see um uh when jimmy buffett went to the theme park in jurassic man the movie yeah, and he, he ran away. He ran away. And it, it's weird. It seems like they didn't listen to this album because he's he has, like, two, like, mimosas or whatever. Like, he has mm-hmm. two margarita-style drinks in his hands mm-hmm. where we know now he should have had, like, a one margarita. And then in the other hand, he should have had a big-ass kush blunt. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to say a huge jug of tropical Tampico that he just keeps on him at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why that's why the dinosaurs are getting so that's, upset. That's the only issue that like the execs had with Jurassic World too, is that he had a big ash kush blount and they were like, We can't have that in three D. Uh-huh. Children will want to smoke it too bad. God, that's really that's but really funny children, because we can't have Jimmy Buffett smoking a huge ash kush blount, but we can have kids get in like some type of orb that just drives them around anywhere they want to go. Yeah, and you can just be out there for as long as you want, so the throughput is just dog shit. There's no yeah, this way is, this is this is a ride. And Jimmy Fallon also lives in the ride with you and talks to you and says, watch out for that. Triceratops. Is Jimmy Fallon in it? Yes. Oh, man. That movie is so much worse than I even remember. It's really, really bad. It's, <laughs> it's, and like, that's the one, that's the one part about the Nicole Kidman AMC commercial that I cannot rock with when she's like, mm-hmm. we go to places we've never been before. And it's a shot of Jurassic World, which is like, number one, ding, you have been there before. It's the fourth Jurassic Park movie. And exactly. number two, like, that's not, Heartbreak doesn't feel good when I'm watching that movie. Not at all. I I am having my heart broken, but not in the way that, you know. No. Show me Michael that. B. Jordan doing the epic shot in Creed. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you so much. Show, show, yeah, show me the anime fight that he did. I'd rather see that. Yeah. So that's side A of Patreon? changes in latitudes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Patreon.com slash thrones, or if you like, you can donate to us. Uh, $1 a month gets you all of our bonus content, which includes Words and Deeds, that I did with Brooks, and it's about Metal Gear. Carry Me Home, that I did with Kim, and that's about Jim Carrey, and the various movies and television show that he was in. Uh, and now we're doing three-star special, where we attempt to watch the most average movies of all time, and sometimes they're even above average. And so, we are uh, on schedule. We are. We, we, we are. We have been, our January movie is been, coming up. It's been selected. We have been on schedule the whole time, but we just like to reiterate that fact every now and then. Yeah, sometimes at Patreon, like sometimes like the RSS feed doesn't get to people in time. It mm-hmm. takes like three or four weeks. So yeah. 2024, same us. We're, we haven't changed anything. We're still on schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, My but we will continue our Patreon content is being released on time. T-shirt, etc. Et uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time since we've had a merch drop. We should make that. Uh, last time Kim picked Magical Muppets Old Christmas Old Ride. And the magic um, is still in the air, it seems. And uh, next we are going to watch Magic Mike, which I picked. <laughs> Magical and, Rhythmical Mike. And I hope it's at least three stars from all of us so I can finally get on the board for once in my life. Yeah, we'll get there. Because my picks have been dog shit so far. Well, you know. That, I honestly, I put that on Big Boy and Andre more than anybody else. Yeah, it was because I respect them. Yeah, yeah, it was on my list. I thought it was going to be a three star, but uh, Got no mentrophobia. Good song. Um, the fear of clocks. Five dollars gets you all that plus shout us at the end of episodes and you can request music for us. To listen to on fun point. This very podcast that you're listening to Which and we'll enjoying right now. Later. I bet. I know you have a smile on your face. Imagine your smile when we do your request in three to four years. You'll yeah. love it. Uh, $10 gets you all that, plus special user status in a Discord, and we'll download Jimmy Buffett in Fire Pro Wrestling and have him uh, go up against the <laughs> what, Elliot the Tormentor and get killed immediately. Yeah, we'll have a like a, an Inferno-style match, but it's it's mm-hmm. like weed plants on the outside. So Oh, and there's like smoke, and it's like the first one to get high loses. <laughs> So, the, uh, so instead of, you know, you know, when the ref is, is going like, do you give up? Uh-huh. Like, he's just asking. He's like, what's seven times four? Yeah, you just have to, like, answer quickly. Do you consider mids loud? Patreon.com slash those Game of Thrones. Thank you. <laughs> he's uh, gone off that Zaza. I'm throwing in the got, towel. Yeah, he's, he's, look at his, he's too zooted. Look at his eyes. He's too... <laughs> Uh, next we have Margaritaville. Which Quick, is explain I like. Inception. I can't. It's over. <laughs> uh, Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett is a song I like just about the same amount as Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, um, I would say it's about even. I would, like, so, yeah, I've, I've said my piece about Margaritaville, but I do appreciate the 70s experience of, like, you know, you're hanging out on your hammock at West Palm Beach and you're listening to this album and there's sand in between your toes, and you're having a lovely afternoon. Lovely cruise at the end of side A, you know, the re- the record ends, you know, you're in sort of a pensive place, and you flip that bad boy over, and you immediately get nibbling on sponge cake, like you're immediate, imid- you're like you're back. Yeah, it's a it's a very intentional and powerful record flip mm-hmm. that I that I can respect. Just the the geniuses tell me there's one of my students wrote this paragraph here. Sponge cake has become a popular phrase due to the famous line from the iconic song Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett, Nibbling on Sponge Cake. While seemingly lighthearted and casual, this line holds a deeper meaning beyond its surface level. Uh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, please, please, you can you can narrow that down to not only like a few words, you can narrow that down to zero words because there was no information transmitted in that. Metaphorically, the act of nibbling on sponge cake in the song represents a carefree and indulgent mindset. N- enough! 
got it. That's there's, why he said it. There's that's literally what five doing. paragraphs here, and it's 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 on the positive side of upvotes. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. Yeah, this isn't yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because like the the chorus annotation where it's like some people claim that there's a woman oh, to blame. I click through to see woman, and there's mm-hmm. an annotation from contributor Julia D. Wise that says possibly possi- Eve. possibly Eve, and, and a link to the Wikipedia article for original sin. And this one, <laughs> she's get- Julia is getting lit the fuck up, and the, like people are getting absolutely like she's she's never coming back from this. Bro, it's Margaritaville. What are you doing? It's literally name a woman. Ah, uh, Eve. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is Margaritaville. Um, it's a song, you know, and um, I feel like th- this song was not made to be listened to. Like, it's, it's, expand on that. Like, you're not gonna, I feel like if you sit down and listen to Margaritaville, you're not gonna be happy with the results. No, you're supposed like, to listen to it in a TJ Maxx. Like, you're supposed idly. to hear it outside somewhere. And it's, like, ambiently playing. You know, honestly, you go to a Jimmy Buffett concert, perfect time to use the bathroom. Because not a lot of... Every, all, the, all the yuppies there, they're, oh, fuck yeah, it's Margaritaville. But you know, you've heard it before. Mm-hmm, You're not... Exactly. Live, it's not going to be any... Even though it does say in verse two, he does change... Um, he changes a Mexican cutie. How I got here, I haven't a clue. Like, he changes... He changes it in Cincinnati, Ohio. He says, all those sweet Ohio cuties. Um, so, uh, so maybe you, you know, he would be able to be like, you know, all those East Rutherford, New Jersey cuties, like that could exactly. be fun. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely uh, hitting the head for Margaritaville. I'm going, go through the comments. A lot of the Bim Bam references here. Oh, sure. Uh, someone says rip Jimmy Buffett fly high. Um, someone says, uh, two years ago, negative seven, yeah. seven down. Shrimp votes. heaven one now, etc. One of the shittiest songs ever written. <laughs> so... I don't know. I, there's worse. <laughs> that guy. That guy needs to smoke more. You need to smoke more Kush Blounts on a tropical. You know. You know go, what's go was... to a hotel bar and then maybe you won't feel so bad. Yeah, go to a Motel Six and smoke weed. Maybe you'll feel better. I. Mm-hmm. It's weird because we both listened to this song. It was both. It was playing in both of our delivery rooms as we were being born, and it will be playing mm-hmm. at our funerals concurrently. Mm-hmm. But I'm every time I listen to this song. Which is to say the few times I've done that this week, I'm completely blindsided by what the verses are about. There's a whole verse about stepping on like a metal like nail your with sh- your with your flip-flop and having to go home because you got tetanus. I don't remember There's I don't remember whole, that part. Yeah, a whole verse where his 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 flip-flop flies off and he steps on a nail and he goes, Yow! Like he's in yeah, Tom. He makes Jerry a Jimmy Buffett shaped hole in the wall. Yeah. As he runs to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um that- that frozen concoction that helps me hang on. The song's called Margaritaville, Jimmy. Uh huh. He's he trying to get his word say, count too. He, he he wrote this for his eighth grade. He's like, know, all right, what's a? He said, Chat GPT, give me another word for margarita. Uh-huh. Got it. Thank you. We're done. Um, producer Norbert Putnam explained on That's a fake. Producer Norbert Putnam just wanted to taste that one more time. Told mm-hmm. Sound on Sound. One day in the studio, Jimmy comes in and tells me about a day he had in Key West. He was coming home from the bar and he lost one of his flip-flops and stepped on a beer can top and he couldn't find the salt for his margarita. He said he's writing lyrics to it and I say, that's a terrible idea for a song. I would never admit that. I would yeah. I would, I would, have had the story say, you know, like Jimmy came in and he's, I've had the worst day ever. I stepped on a nail and I said, yowch! And I made a Jimmy-shaped hole on the wall as I ran to the hospital. And I'd say that, that's a hit. That's that's a, say, and then I, I started playing this tune, yeah? 
And, yeah, then, and then that's Jimmy that's started telling his telling his story over the over so the Jimmy, tune. Jimmy says he can't find his soul. Yeah, where am I from? And I start strumming my guitar, and the rest. Is and I go true. check this out, Jimmy. And I go bam 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 bam. And I and and Jimmy said, I don't know what you're doing over there, Norbert, but that's something. That's that's something special. I like your sound, Norbert. You you know that new sound you're looking for? Well, get a load of this. Yeah. It's the best representation of Buffett's well-known Gulf and Western music style. Yeah, I guess. Probably. Yeah, if I had to say Yeah, so. it was there cuz I know like before this, this is like his 7th album and it was his big breakout, but apparently mm-hmm. he was he was a little bit more country. Mm-hmm. Um which I guess I, I never really considered Buffett. I've always considered, I guess, Jimmy Buffett to be his own genre of one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... You don't usually see people performing in this style. But that's because he's, like... Remember, you can't... If you've pioneered it to such a degree, who's... Yeah, like, if you if you told me... If you know, if you asked me, who do you think is opening for Jimmy Buffett? Or who do you think Jimmy Buffett is opening for? Like, I think Willie Nelson is the only possible answer. I couldn't think of another person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, sorry, I got distracted. I saw the, uh, the cover cause it was one of the, you might also like this track. And I sure. saw the, uh, album cover for cheeseburger in paradise. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. Every, so listen, I'm sorry. I didn't pick the um, album with cheeseburger in paradise. I know you like that song. MF doom said Cheetos, Doritos and Fritos one time. And everyone's still getting his ass. Have you listened to cheeseburger in paradise? Not in a while. He's talking about Heinz ketchup and French fried potatoes and pickles and everything. And I feel like we need to really hold him accountable. Exactly. Because, you know, I I just Googled cheeseburger in paradise and the Wikipedia page that came up first says a cheeseburger in paradise is a menu item at the Buffett owned Margaritaville cafes. And it's a cheeseburger. I need the song, man. Yeah. And and it you know it's just a regular ass cheeseburger, nothing special about it, but not not in that like good way. It's just Jimmy, yeah. I hate your fucking cheeseburger. Yeah, I'll I'll take a replacement level Mario cheeseburger, but I I, I... Veggie Tales have a cheeseburger song. Veggie Tales have a cheeseburger song. You just said to me. Yeah, his. No, she's correct. This is where I heard the song for the first time. His cheeseburger. But they're veggies. Yeah. That really throws you for a loop, doesn't it? Are you going to play it right now? We're going to get demonetized. Oh, yeah. I have heard you sing this before. And then at the end he sings, So you were a big fan of the song when you were a child. Of the song, not of the VeggieTales. Why not? No reason. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. You just, just didn't didn't find it that compelling other than the cheeseburger song? Yeah. That really was the funniest VeggieTales song. Well, that's good because I've been I've been looking around for something to put on Slap City for this week. So yeah, there was I sincerely one of like the funniest things that I remember laughing at when I was in kindergarten was we were watching the Veggie Tales in kid church, and mm-hmm. the 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 cheeseburger Veggie Tail man comes on. And he's like, I went down to Burger Bell, which is like Burger King, but it's their parody, and he started singing mm-hmm. Cheeseburger in Paradise, mm-hmm. um, which just cracked me the fuck up, and that's what I said out loud. I don't know if I ever told you. I remember the, the specifically the hardest like I ever laughed as a child with like tears streaming down my face was watching one of those Adam Sandler music specials when he was singing about his like piece of shit car or something. Oh sure, yeah. Like that. That was just that just killed me. When yeah, Toll Booth Willie still goes. It's a great bit. So yeah, um, I yeah, can't we'll, wait to go revisit those now and revisit. We you know so wait wait six weeks maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll sit okay. back in. Okay, yeah, two um, months now. I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of speaking of great Margaritaville related content, mm-hmm. what did you think of the like 2007 2008 era South Park episode called called Margaritaville that was about the song? I 
You know, I don't remember that one. Would you like to maybe jog my memory a little bit? Yeah, sure. I know. So it, it, it's about it's like the recession episode and people invest in like Margaritaville blenders. And this is where oh, one of the classic yeah, yeah, memes yeah. comes from. And it's gone. But, and right? it's gone. Yeah, that yeah. one's from okay. Marguerite. I hated the episode at the time because it was boring and I didn't know what recession was. But maybe it would be funny now. There's no way to know. And that's I, what the song the, is about. Not, not to credit South Park. I do, from what I remember of this episode, I do think the idea of putting everyone in America's debt onto one child is kind of funny. It's a funny, like many of their premises, it's a funny, <laughs> it, you, it, you, you just gotta, it's the pulling it out to 22 minutes and doing nothing else with it. Yeah. It's a funny bit, but the path there, it's, it's. You can you see know, Bill Hader in the writer's room really cooking and coming up with something like that uh-huh. and, smi- and it's a smile. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so that's what that but, song's about. That's what that's about, South Park. Um, next, we have In the Shelter, which is what you want to follow Margaritaville up with. So Yeah, this one this one's about Kermit's actions in A Very Merry Muppet Christmas. <laughs> yes. I I was just so... I don't know why, but I, I clicked on the page and scrolled up, and I, it said forced rejections, and I because you just mentioned Kermit, I thought it said frog rejections, and I was like, holy sure, shit, yeah. how, did I get, how did I get here and not realize <laughs> it was about Kermit? Yeah, I'm on the dark um, web. This is scary. This is this this uh, song about um, lady crying. You know. Yeah, it's about a woman. It's, it's about Richard Corey for girls, and it's like every every other song. It's like yeah, you're Chiquita, you're a fine senorita, you're Chiquita banana. But then the one song, this one's for the woman's mind. You know. Sure. James James knows what women want and what's going on in there, and it's that they're homeless right. and crying. Here's one for the Goyles. Exactly, and then it's the most depressing song on the album. Uh-huh. <laughs> he he understands that all all women all, women's depression is the most beautiful kind. Exactly, yeah. Um, of, of all the different types out there, another another certified genius flub, perhaps my favorite of the of of this uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, on verse three, on the streetcar to the city where she knows she might lose it all, um, we get a comment that's for the on the streetcar. A genius user says <laughs> this makes this reference makes me think the story takes place in New Orleans. No comments, no upvotes, no. Downloads. You click. You Nothing. look at his name. His name is. It's. Uh, he has an LSU logo. So like he is Kenny C. Go G E A U X. So yeah, he's felt like this is like bodega culture, but for like Canal Street. Yeah, where yeah. it's it's like you might you might have like a trolley system in your town, but if you want a real streetcar, you gotta come to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Me me on every. And every oh, cheeseburger in paradise to me that is a chopped cheese at my local bodenga. Right, just posting that on every <laughs> and getting downvoted to hell. I feel like it's been two or three months since bodega discords. I feel like we're probably gonna get our first one in the next. Somebody needs to post something about how like the bodega is just a grocery store or it's just a gas station or whatever. And then get. I got a good again. one that that'll be too. It, it's gonna be too spicy. Sure, it's gonna be that the bo- the bodega cats are like unsanitary. Yeah, that's gonna get I, shit going. I, the only outdoor cats I support are making all bodega cats live outside. <laughs> yeah. Now that's that's a new frontier of discourse. I like that quite a bit. I'm gonna unlock to post that and then lock again, and then, uh, yeah. and then just let it rip from there. <laughs> I'm gonna make a fake LinkedIn account to like one of the companies that rejected my job application a year ago, and then I'm gonna start making posts about how we need to uh, destroy bird ecosystems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this this song. Do you like this one more or less than Margaritaville? I like it less gotta... than Margaritaville, actually. I'll be honest. Um, yeah. 
Cause it's, but it's it's because we respect women so much. Yeah, yeah, I don't like to hear about them being sad. You know, there's exactly. enough problems out in the world. Women she, should like, always be, be she smiling. like goes off and like sits on top of a cliff on the midsummer style, and she starts crying. And mm-hmm. is this this? Yeah, this is the song where Jimmy like does, I guess, what cell phone songs were in the '70s, which is like he complains about TV dinners. Yeah, I guess in the set that was like the like Black Mirror episodes in the '70s would have been about TV dinners. Yeah, like someone's eating one of those like hungry man meals, and that's how you know they're. they're yeah, and then like Rod like, Serling comes up and he's like, "What if I told you that that wasn't even cooked in this house? It was actually made in a factory and frozen." You're, you're f- fucking scaring me right now. So can we move on, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, Jimmy, Jimmy, you fucking stop eating him then if you fucking hate him so much. <laughs> Anyways, I love "Miss You So Badly" actually, so I'd love to talk about that one. Th- next, we have "Miss You So Badly" by Jimmy Buffett, and this one, this one got some twang on it. I miss you so badly. It's good. I like it. I th- so all the other all the other um songs is kind of like it's it's here to a degree, but you you could hear the flip flops going like off in the distance in the other songs. This one you get a little jingle jangle of the Spurs on here. So I don't know. I just I just appreciate that you know. Yeah, and this this is this is one of the songs that it really feels like a nice karaoke crowd pleaser. You know, for me, it's I don't want to go up there and do Margaritaville because everybody knows it. But if I have like a little, a, a little deeper cut that's still fun to sing along and easy to follow, like I miss you so badly, I feel like that's a great karaoke selection. And it's good because the chorus is one of those where you can kind of, at least for the first part, guess what he's going to say before he says it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so, only so many things you can, you know, rhyme with badly. Badly. Um, yeah. He scared me at the beginning though because he starts singing about Missoula and it's like, what are and you doing like, up there, man? There is not a palm tree to be found in Missoula. Yeah, so. there's there's two things that, you know, you should never order in, in Montana, and it's sushi mm-hmm. and a Jimmy Buffett concert. Neither of those exactly. should be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also known as the Garden City. That's cool. So that's a nice... I, great Zach Braff movie. I Some people, yeah, some, some other places are the Garden State, you know, but whatever. Fuck yeah, me, sure, you could say that. Mm-hmm. What is Tuborg beer? Have you heard I of that? Have... I have never heard that in my life. Let's see. Because in verse two, they ex- it's a holiday in like a physician surgeon convention. They exchange mm. physician stories and get drunk on Tuborg beer. I looked it up. It says this beer was founded in 1873, and there's a section on the Wikipedia that says during the occupation. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna cl- <laughs> I'm gonna close out of there now and uh yeah drink something. It else. sounded very it unappetizing. Yeah, it's it sounds like a nasty beer. Like you don't like this at all, but you're drinking it because yeah, it's when you go to when you go to Epcot and it's like try our nasty beverages from around the world. Like I'm sure that's where you can try Tuborg beer. Yeah, exactly. And it just tastes worse than everything else there. And you're like, oh, what an experience! But you paid eight like eighteen fifty for it. Right. Um, I had another question about verse two Mm because he's saying then they're off to catch a stripper with their eyes glued to her G. Mm -hmm. Were were G strings? happening back then are they are they looking at her her g spot like was that that's that's i i imagine he takes out one of those like old captains like single eye scopes and he's like zooming in like on her on her privates sure okay that's he's trying to in in the 70s they're trying to crack the the location of the g spot and they're they're so close but they're just not quite there exactly yeah exactly it's not gonna happen yeah um mm -hmm. i guess if anybody was gonna discover like why does Zorro show up in here? He mentioned Zorro, and I'm watching the Gong Show, just waiting for Zorro. So I don't yeah, know that's even like that's not even like a, that that's a that's still like a slant rhyme. You could have picked something else. Yeah, but I don't know. 
I, I don't know enough about the... I imagine the gong show, I know it ran for like 76 years, and I just imagine it was a guy hitting a big gong and everyone clapped, and it was like the most racist thing that ever happened. Yeah, probably. Uh, I know they revived it in like 2009 on Comedy Central, and I, tr- I gave it a shot, but it was it was one of those shows where it was just like six episodes, and Louis Black would always show up and yell. And a fictional character performed by Mike Myers. Okay, oh, so, I don't know. You might want to give that a second. Uh, yeah, I need to dip back into viewing. the Pentaveret with Mac Myers. I, I know on mm. Netflix that was getting a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this one's about how like how much Jimmy loves to fuck and like. I guess this he, is like way hornier than I thought it would be. Yeah, because I like I know he's pulling clown in Key West, like definitely a hundred percent. But uh, yeah, I wasn't really expecting it to be so like. I don't know. Have some, have some, have some fucking decorum. Yeah. Like, like I thought he'd be more. Your producer Norbert Putnam is in the room with you, man. Put that yeah, shit away. Nor- Norbert's there, and you're saying all this right. In front Norbert's of him. there, and Norbert's like, I'm sliding, and like it, we're all trying to laugh at Norbert going down a water slide right now. I I never saw the film Norbert. I, have uh, to tell you I don't right think you now. ever will, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of shitty comedies that I will I will stand by, but that's on my that's in rarefied air because that's on one of my letterbox lists. Uh, that's just like not even as a joke watch is this good. Mm-hmm. Not even good for hate watching. Bad movie. Next we have Biloxi. Um, Biloxi sisters, <laughs> you know. I was, I was, it's tough when you get to the death slot and you see that it's five minutes and 41 seconds. Yeah, that's that's tough. not what I, what I expect from James, you know? Yeah, and it's a quiet, I, I, a... I'd say you push it to four, that's enough. Yeah, even James, the, but... even the instrumentals are more quiet. Like, this, this sounds kind of like a hymn. I, it, it's, it's, it really very... does. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. It's because once again, he's, he's singing about, he's not in a tropical location, right? Anytime he kind of veers off that path. It's like, yeah, maybe they have a body of water in, in Biloxi, but it's not like... Right. What you, Famously, It's, not, it's yeah. not Trouble in Tampico or whatever the fuck that song was called. Exactly. Um, so. And we do find out that, you know, this song, is, despite being about Biloxi, Mississippi, it also mentions the storms will blow off towards New Orleans, which, number one... Is another place. Need to I bring know. back that guy, because he, he really flubbed it. He was like, I know if there's one song on this album that's about New Orleans, it's definitely yeah. not the one where he talks about New Orleans in it. Brother, listen to two more tracks. You're going to get there. Yeah, I, under, I understand. It's a five-minute song, and it's in the death slot, but just give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, also, not to do Console Wars discourse, but Jimmy does say New Orleans instead of New Orleans, so that was... that. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can tell that he's not all, he's not all over the South. He's not a local everywhere he goes around the South because mm-hmm. he says mm-hmm. that shit like a tourist. Not so good. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it's a little too slow and, and thoughtful for my tastes, but I mm. respect Jimmy's game here. I think it's yeah. cool that he's also like, in addition to fucking, I'm also thoughtful about how like sometimes consi- the sun's setting over Biloxi. Mm. And then there's, there's kind of a little, there's a hint Prog hadn't been invented yet, but like there's a little hint of like a prog build two thirds of the way through. Like the music gets yeah, a little yeah. louder and it does yeah, get they better. Did, they didn't have prog yet in the 1970s. They Correct. Were working on it at the time. So yeah, they, nice uh, of James to get a head start on that one. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until the release of Mesmerize that, uh, that prog was uh, invented mm-hmm. in the 2000s. And then uh, we get Landfall. Landfall, this song This song ass. rips. I love this song. <laughs> this song's so... I was so surprised when I heard this as the last track. I was like... Me too. I was kind of... A, a last song and it's called Landfall. I was like, oh, that's going to be like a sad one. It's, it's going to be like a slow acoustic ballad about the, the... We already had one about the the cruise ending, but here's another one about like Land Ho or Coming Ashore or whatever. Yeah, I... 
I had already added Miss You So Badly to like my future karaoke uh, standbys. Then I got to Landfall and I took Miss You So Badly right off and I put Landfall instead. Yep, done. This one, I, it's, we're right back in the Senor Frog Saloon jaunty style. Mm. This is, I, the way I was thinking about it, he's basically doing the closest thing we had to like Eminem rap god in 1977. Nobody yeah. was singing faster than this back then. He was really, he was really pushing it. What would yeah. I do if I met Lucille Ball? You know, it's good. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's it's. See, see, here's the thing, though. In this one, he's saying, "What would I do if I?" So, oh, okay, I get it now. He's doing like a Marvel, like MCU thing. Oh, sure. Okay. It's like it's like, what would I do? We just had a whole album about all your various tropical escapades. You even went to places that don't have a pool, like like a like Wyoming Montana. or whatever. Yeah. But now he's like, "What am I gonna do next?" You'll have to watch and see. Maybe Lucille Ball will appear on the next album. Yeah, maybe I'll write a song about a cheeseburger next time. Exactly. Who's to say? Anything's possible. I'm Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I I still need to express myself about. Like what? Heinz ketchup, for one. Yeah, ketchup, uh, pickle. Mustard, Munster cheese. Munster melts really well. Yeah, that's That's why he dropped it in the chorus of Cheeseburger song. I'm not a. You can put an American. American's good too. Like it's classic. It melts. If you get, too, it's made for burger. There. That's the whole point of it. But very few people realize this. Yeah. Now, it was perverse when you would go to elementary school cafeteria and somebody would just have like a craft singles to just like eat see, raw see, style. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Melted American cheese, fantastic. Nothing beats it. Just a single, still in no, the plastic cheese on the burger. I'm going to kill you. No, you can't do that shit. Yeah. You put it. You put the cheese on the George Foreman grill as you press it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And if you got to clean it off later, too bad. It's going to be worth the wait. I yeah, think. you're already going to have to clean it. It's you know, mm. it can't. It doesn't get more dirty. So yeah, this song mm. rips and it's going on my karaoke rotation for real style. Mm. Doing zoot suit riot to get them going and then to to gain their trust and then I'm going to go a little, go a little uh, classic on them and do landfall Jimmy Buffett. Mm. Uh, Running low on stories of what made it a ball. That's song. the album. Good job, Jimmy. Most of the songs are better than Margaritaville. Yeah, and even Margaritaville wasn't the worst one. Yeah, it was, it was just about what you would expect from it. Yeah. Uh, what do we do first? Slap City? Yeah. Okay. Slap City. Uh, you went first last time, so I'm up first today. Sure. Uh, I was I was going through through my my research here, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know enough about James. I don't really know enough about this this island time genre. But I'm gonna s- skip around. And as I mentioned, he had a song with Willie Nelson called like I'm gonna smoke my bones or whatever. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. so I was listening to a little bit of Willie. I was going sure. to Willie mode, big Willie style. Uh, and I'm going to pick a song by Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard. Okay. Extremely cool. Uh, Pancho and Lefty. That's what I'm Sure. Thinking. Okay. And they're doing like a, like a duet thing there. So I'm putting that on there. All right. I'll, um, I'll, I'll pick a little bit of Jimmy, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to respect the man. It's Cheeseburger in Paradise. It was originally Cheeseburger in Paradise, but I, I I dipped into some of his other his sort of other songs you know by heart, and I was I was quite uh, I was quite charmed by one of his wife guy songs. Um, hmm. It's like kind of like it's like a ballad, but it's still got some energy to it. I'm gonna put on Come Monday by Jimmy okay. Buffett. It's got a nice little key change in the chorus. It's real nice. Okay, Goes down smooth. I, I can I can rock with that. Thank you, James. Yeah, it was nice. To, it was nice to pull up his greatest hits and to just like. Be like, hmm. Let me. See, should I? Should I add pencil thin mustache? Should I do a pirate looks at forty? Should I do cheeseburger in paradise? He's got a lot of. I I feel like some of the there will be another Jimmy Buffett song on Fun Point Slap City. Mm-hmm. 
when enough time has passed. It's going to be Jingle Bells from Christmas Island. It could be. It's my second favorite album that's titled uh, Christmas Island after AJJ, <laughs> so, you know. Uh, questions. You have a question you can send to us at you love to hear it on Twitter. First, TV trope slash Sudoku slash Nightmare Fuel, friend of the show, Antigone Progan, he says, My mom said she went to a Jimmy Buffett concert with a friend when they were in their 20s, and she was expecting it to be off the hook. But even back then, it was a bunch of boring old white couples. Part two. They amused themselves by throwing grasshoppers at the woman in front of them. It was an outdoor concert. And seeing how many they could get on her without realizing. I think it was like 20. She never noticed. Anyways, have you ever been to a real stinker of a concert? I feel like the only time that, like, because usually if I'm going to a concert, it's like an effort. So I'm going to make sure it's something I want to do. Oh, for sure. So I feel like the worst ones would have to be if I was ever at, like, a festival and just saw, like, a bad performance or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did have to see a Rod Stewart concert after seeing Stevie Nicks open. That wasn't great. But mm-hmm. I would, I have never had an experience comparable to getting a bunch of grasshoppers thrown on me, which I think would I think I would never go to a concert again if that was I don't think I would ever do like any group activities ever if I found out that like some some youths had thrown 20 grasshoppers on me. Yeah, where are all these fucking grasshoppers coming from? Yeah. Yeah, I guess if there's that many to throw, it's like you probably wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think you can do outdoor concerts. Just don't. It's not fun. Unfortunately, you you me. would you would hope for health reasons we could figure it out, but it I don't I don't think it. Mm. There's too many elements. There's too many grasshoppers. They need to release some bodega cats into the concert venue it's, to yeah. kill all the grasshoppers quick. Exactly. Uh, Jimmy John's friend of the show, Maxi Bajillion on Twitter says, "What music artist, if you were to give them a nationwide chain of themed restaurants, would have the best food and atmosphere?" I just thought about going to the Mars Volta restaurant and got really scared. No, I don't like. <laughs> I my ass is pointing to the menu instead of trying to pronounce the the food titles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what would ass if there was a Dragon Force restaurant? That'd be yeah. You you get they bring like free bread to the table, but they they still have that crackling fajita shit all over it, so it's loud and crackly when you get it. That'd be so cool. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I know the Red Hot Chili Pepper Pepper restaurant would suck. It would be. <laughs> It would be my, you know, usually when you, you eat at a restaurant that you know is going to tear up your insides, you want it to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to be like, at least I had a great meal 20 minutes ago that I'm reminiscing about while I'm on the on the john, but... And you know, it wouldn't even be its own, it would be like a Chili's was converted into the Red Hot Chili Peppers Chili Pepper restaurant. Yeah, it, like, the, the Red Hot Chili Pepper Chili restaurant is like a ghost kitchen within Mr. Beast's restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ugh. Yeah, I think I would. Um, yeah, and yeah, I can't do. I no, I'm not going to a punk restaurant because I, I do care about like food quality. You know who I bet? I bet a Jay Z restaurant would suck. Yeah, like that. Would I don't be want really one of those restaurants where it's like you have to like put on a jacket and hat. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but just and, because it it it'll be like the mindfulness like entrepreneur burger, but it's like seventy six dollars. Yeah. I'm not going and then to. The, you have to put on a Jay Z hat to go in. I'm not going to the Elvis restaurant. Oh, because that's you. Yeah, you know the servers are going to have to like you know. They're all doing their best Elvis impression. It's yeah, like, this seems like, a bit disrespectful to the legend. But yeah, look, I can, I can, I can curl my lips, sweetie. Do you want more fries? It's like, and, I then, don't... and then when the, you know they're pouring you more coffee and they have to do the like the 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 pelvic thrust and all that, like it's just. Yeah, He's yeah. Got fries flying everywhere. Not great. I'm looking. Oh, I'll eat at the the Bjork restaurant. I think. 
Yeah. That would be cool. I, I feel would, like I, I could find I, something on the menu that I could enjoy. There's going to be a lot that I don't enjoy at the Bjork mm-hmm. restaurant, but there will be mm-hmm. enough things for me to I'd be able to get out of there safely and healthily, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, we have Sleepy Fate at Freight Fate on Twitter says, what latitude do you think constitutes the best attitude? I don't know shit about this. So I don't know. No, I've, all, I've always long had a thing where um, I think that latitude and longitude should be different. Like, mm-hmm. so, so like. Speak on that. Yeah. Longitude is like North Pole to South Pole. Sure. Which like to me, I don't know. Call me call me old fashioned, but I just feel like the equator is lo- is longer than that. Like I feel oh, like horizontal okay, should see. be longer, and the, but it's okay. very confusing to me. Um, okay. In sixth grade, that, like that really threw me tights for a loop. Stalagmites. You remember tights because stalactites fall down, so they're on the ceiling. Yeah, ceiling yeah. and ground. We got that mastered. Latitude, longitude. Here's where they start. Yeah, it's just fucked up, and I'm glad we're not gonna have the ice caps for much longer because I'm fucking tired of talking about it. Yeah, I had enough of their bullshit. Yeah. So um, just just a little one of my I'm going off on a rant here. I'm uh I'm yeah, no, somebody stop him. Yeah. Uh at you love to hear it on Twitter. And now I'm tabbing over to our audience page, which is my favorite of all Thank them you. and what it's called. Uh and I will organize it by the the way we do it. Thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier patrons. Starting with hold on. It's giving me the loading. There we go. Valerie W, Tufster McGee, the Master DS, Sylvie Bullet. So nasty. Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Reliet, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Old Petey, MJ Jenny, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Looker and Nanu, Laura Randall, Lanini, don't you be a meanie, Labyrinth Enjoyer. Ooh, hello. Oh, enjoyable. <laughs> Welcome to our to our twisted our twisted maze. Uh-huh. Kiwi, K Darling, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Electric Aunt, Ducky Aisha, Derek. Great Big Sword. David Besser runs with Lesser. Chris, hey bro. Send me your favorite uh, Jimmy Buffett line that you changed to be about like Dick yeah make it yeah let us know when you come up with like wasting away again and like suck you offville that's pretty good Caroline Savage Bren Flakes Brianna Audrey Olson Antigone Progany Anna Exby Andres Gonzalez Alex Moomin Aditya Kumar Sarah and Blair Roy Paul Bechtel Patrick Gallagher Neve Noel Williams Kush Bayou Star Josh Veal. Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Kursko, Caroline Belock, Big Flat Bunt, Barrier Trio. Bean. <clears throat> I I detected a hint of a bean on that one. Yeah, I sense a disturbance. <laughs> As if someone dunked a basketball in a way which no one had ever felt before. Uh-huh. Knew. And Alex Schaub, thank you for your generous donations. I um, do in the last thirty seconds. I've I've unfortunately already gotten stuck in my head, wasting away again in Sloppy Toppyville. So I, I can Ooh, definitely, I can, I can see the, I can see the, the vision that you would, Chris, uh, that's doing. good. We got to get you into the brain trust. Uh-huh. Start, you know, yeah. You know, start really workshopping this stuff. Yeah. Uh, next we have our Patreon pick and you are going to be off for how long is it again? How many days did you take off? You got, uh, I got, Euro? well, you know, with weekends, I got 10 days off. 10 days. Fantastic. So I felt that I really wanted to give you like your full vacation from the show because you you do so much work here yeah and man thanks, I'm, you and i'm gonna like latch on to that you know sure you're, you're, yeah it's like the notebook you're on vacation i'm on vacation yeah so i thought for the patreon pick i know people like hearing from us but what if we had our two uh our two alternate co-hosts tag in for a week so sure. we can really really just take some time yeah off i could and, take and, a week off know. and see what Borns is up to so next week we're gonna have Bornt and Johan 
hop on in uh because they not us will be talking about uh what let's see what's the album called are you familiar well it doesn't matter if you are i know born and johan are familiar with the group stray kids i am actually and yeah well, there's mm-hmm. case one three two goes extremely hard well, uh, there our friends Bornt and Johan will be joining you in two weeks to talk about their album No Easy. No, so. e- no easy. Why do? Oh, I cool! It, look, it looks like attracted. It looks like noisy. Yeah, it looks like yeah. All right, man. I wish I could listen to this, but I hope Bornt. I know, but I know it looks good. But Bornt and Johan are are going to be the ones. I cannot escape this. This and one, is good. That's another song where the guy just says letters, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Anyway, um, I oh yeah. Also, I've never, I've definitely never listened to this group in my life, so I can't. I you know. No, I'm I'm first. scared because they also have a song called Domino, and that's one of my favorite Seventeen tracks. So I really hope that you know they they live up to the. Uh... What Borton Johan? I know you're gonna do this, but definitely watch the performance video for Domino. Okay, yeah, I bet it would be good. I'll pass that I along. Bet it would be really good. Uh, so yeah, two weeks. Our friends are gonna be here to talk about Stray Kids. K points back. We're out of here. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. Um, all this tropical talk has made me want to escape to an island somewhere. So, we'll sure, for, or a peninsula, whatever. Or yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll fucking I'll take the bayou. I don't care. Just get yeah. me out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Minionland. Uh, I'm gonna take the week off, but uh, mm-hmm. enjoy and mm-hmm. uh, take her easy, everybody. Uh, Semper, what do we got for Semper Jimmy? There you go. Yeah, Semper Buffy. Yo, Buffett, spin that shit. Bye. Bye.